Welcome back. Here's where you left off. Spoilers ahead for Convergence Book 3. So we got to the end of it, Leonard. We got to the end and we're... We're interested. <laughs> it's an emotional roller coaster up it's and an down, and a lot of yeah. like disappointments, excitement, and uh, a lot of like WTF moments in the whole thing. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, I think my initial thoughts uh, are that uh, it was it was better than book two. Uh, I think that in book two, uh, I had some objections to how he was. Uh, you know, it was all about just finding the dragons, and there wasn't a lot of progression in plot or depth. A lot of and rinse we and repeat. Did get a lot more of that. Yeah, a lot, a lot, more, a lot more rinse and repeat in uh, book two. We, I think, we mentioned several times. We understand why he did it, right? But at the same time, it was, it was getting tedious. But this book totally changed it. It changed in the way that we proceed how the series is gonna go forward in my opinion right and and i'm very excited like the way they ended book three made me look make me want to go ahead and wait and be excited for book four well uh, you know i'm excited because we're going to get to talk to annie more and i'm going to figure out what that's all about but also secondly we're sort of changing the venue to france yeah it's expanding where the where the order is most powerful and so uh i i think what i would hope to see in the next book is maybe a little bit of switch in focus to the order to maybe see something from their perspective Mm -hmm. And give us a chapter or two from that perspective and to give us a little more insight into their history. Not that I don't want history from Annie. I think probably what he'll do is he'll have Annie give an explanation as to what they're all about and so forth. And he'll go through some training and read the books. And and maybe it'll be a Certus book. And maybe yeah. the next book after that might be an order book. Maybe. Yeah, it'll be nice to see, um, uh, like, for the past 33 chapters... On this book, there was a lot of emotional ups and downs from Kaz's side, a lot of questioning himself and the people around him. There's even there's one that literally took me aside and say, "Okay, this is a turning point." That Isabel told Kaz that Giselle is having second thoughts. That tells me that this whole group of them in the verge of literally falling apart. They just need one instant, uh, inst- uh, one, one, one disaster that can shatter this group together. Like, like, like the last, like before the book ended, they cast literally went from the ice cream and got ambushed. I was hoping that's the turning key that the whole thing exploded. And it's like, I'm done. I need to find Kaz. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm going to destroy this world until I find him. Right. If that happened, like if that happened going in, going into book four, this whole series just went upside down, and became this 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 storyline of like Kaz and the three magical creatures running away, trying to find out the order. But at the same time, you have the you have uh, Certus trying to fix what's happening and trying to understand what's happening in their own way. But you have these two powerful knights. Causing havoc, interrogating, ki- not killing, but hurting a lot of people just to find Cass. 
You know, that, that became well, three storylines <laughs> going forward, right? It wasn't a good book for the order. I mean, in the beginning of the book, we, we start off with some fun-loving McDonald's stealing food. Then we have a demon vacuum who eats a couple order agents. And so, I mean, in the context of the entire book, I think the order lost like 12 guys or something. From <laughs> <laughs> So, and I mean, they're hurting bad. <laughs> yeah, some of them are contractors, but still, you know, the the, the two that get eaten by the vacuum, they, they seem pretty important. Yeah, they were part of the family. They were, they were, they were, they were, fa- they were family members of the order, right? So they... Losing those two, it's a disaster, right? I, I think you, you said it right. It would be nice to have a couple of chapters dedicated for the order, the next book, hopefully, to explain what happened in North America, right? And I mean, we're, we're, we're puzzled out little bits throughout the book. And, you know, during the book and our reviews of the book, I kept on saying, who's Annie? What's going on with Annie? And as we learn going through the book in the beginning, you know, Aunt, you know, Kaz talks to Michelle and then Mike, you know, releases the information that there was another wizard mm-hmm. and that he is basically Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars and is evil. It, and and so Kaz is like, what the heck? It, it was a great way to tell a story that everyone knows exactly what's the, the history of it. Using... Star Wars as a storytelling method of explaining what happened to the last wizard was a great way to explain it, right? You have this character, this wizard, they found it, they he wrote the book, got trained, next year he went to the dark side. Same thing what happened to Anakin in Star Wars. It's the best way to describe some uh, what happened to a character with an existing plot line or existing story that everyone knows. Right, and it's great to see that because it gives you again that 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 realism or or that that uh, that reference that everyone knows about, right? And for Kaz acknowledging that world of Star Wars within the book itself, it it, it literally just gives it a little bit more more checks and balance in the storyline. Right, and and at the end, like the last what we talked about in the last episode, that he ending up talking to Annie, and he got pissed off, hanged up in the handy, and said, "Go, go, go, sit on this, right?" And and uh, I'm not gonna leave my team, right? And he went there and grabbed them, but before all that, he made a deal. With with Certus, like I want a million dollars to escape, just in case all this blows up in my face. Right, there's a lot of like, I need to look at myself by myself. I need to, I need an exit, a, a, like a lyric, a plan to get, get to, to get to get out of here. But at the same time, you have this this person. First thing he thought about instead of before running away is to help his team. That's why I said in the beginning, it's very it's it's so emotionally ups and up and down because there was there's a lot of a lot of what if scenario at the beginning of the book but at the end of the day he went back to his self i'm looking after my team i'm gonna help my team not just run away right agreed i i really do think that it was a great character development for him uh i think also when i sat back and thought about the book as a whole i wonder if we're gonna hear from michelle again because technically 
uh, Craig wrapped up her story arc in the beginning of the book. You know, she was asking Kaz about uh, information about the uh, the the stations and and trying to figure out what was happening with all of that. And then Kaz had to go and close another portal and had the battle with the Croc. But really, for Michelle. You know, it was about finding out who killed her on, and we resolved that part of it. And now, at the end of the book, we're headed over to France, and I'm just I'm wondering if she's just been wrapped up and is going to be left behind now. I hope not. I really hope not, because that the relationship between Cass and Michelle was a great relationship. Because there's two things that came out in that relationship. One is he has another person that he talks to that he admires outside the team. Second, he had a duty, not a duty, but he had a um, he had a cause that he needs to help this person. Remember, they met in book one when that when uh, when she was just passing by and there was a fight. Right. That's how they met. And the relationship from there to till now in this book was always been like, I need your help or he needs her help or back and forth. Right. And as you said, the um, her arc of the story is like very it literally hit the it hit the peak, but I'm hoping that she'll come back and become a supporting person or a supporting character for Kaz. But for them moving to or moving, there's a good chance the uh, this whole, the the world's moving to Europe. She'll be left alo- left alone, right? So there's a I, lot I don't, of question I don't, about that. I don't that. really see her coming back. What I what I think I see is the subplots in the book were about sort of finding Azeeb's powers and his ranges and how far he can go away from Amulet and then Mr. Boots wanting to protect Giselle and really in a way him growing as a character by the end of the book where he's ramming a truck into a ramming a truck into another truck and, and trying to, to save everybody and mostly he's doing that for Giselle and I mean if you're being honest that's the, he, he states that in the book but I like that the 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 ability of the characters to get those sort of th- that piece flushed out. In fact, I think the the person not given very little attention in the book was Isabel, which surprised me a lot. Yeah, it, it, you're right. Actually, I just thinking about that. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that right now. That that this whole book is a lot more of of his relationship or his his interaction with with with, with Mike. Right, because they 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 were clashing more in this book rather than the other two books, especially the last book. Right, in the same time too that uh, I think we had this discussions before going to book three that uh, that 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 um, Macarius and uh, Giselle became a secondary character, like a background character, because they're, he's putting more emphasis uh, from Kaz, Mike. And and Isabel, um, but in this case, especially the 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 latter half of this book, there's a lot more conversation between Mike and um, and Kaz, and Isabel became a secondary. Even Michelle was became more more front forward in some chapters, right? And again, the two wizards are still back; they're flowing around, and it's very disappointing that there's, there's no. There's no, um, there's none of them. Macarius has said a couple of things. Giselle said some, said a couple of things. The creatures said a lot of things, but at the same time, it's kind of like, like, the world is sort of being split into in 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 two or three uh, type of conversation or, or or direction. One is just Cass is always there, but it's 
they're talking to their, uh, it feels like he just talks to one set he talks to the other set he talks to the other set but none of those guys are talking at the same time well, I mean, we tried to build in a little bit of relationship, but I mean, I think I think out of the two of them, Giselle got the most most time there, where she was going to put up. She was I called her the camera lady in this book because all she did was drive around on a bike and set up cameras everywhere. I mean, she did that in multiple chapters, and so. Uh, but Macarius didn't really get much to do other than drive the car. My my hope is that because we're going to France now, is that. And we're exploring the history of Sirtis. Hopefully, Craig will, will will give them more meat now to chew on where their experiences and their timelines are from their past might invoke or might have information. And even maybe Annie ties in their past with the reason they're there or these wizards. I mean, there's a lot There's a lot of possibilities there that I'm excited about him doing. I just hope he has the, the foresight to sort of move in that direction and, and give them more, more time. My hope is that it maybe switches from Mike and Isabel to Giselle and Macarius for maybe the next book for this discovery phase of magic, right? Yeah, especially going to Europe because that's their playing ground. That's where they are, right? So when you go to France... Right, if they do go to, go to France, Giselle's gonna be a forefront because this is where she was born. She was a Gaul, right? Gaul is France. So when she when they get to France, the first thing she'll do is like, I'm home. Right. I'm hoping that that's gonna be going forward to it. But but looking at this book itself, I felt like it it wasn't there. I felt like they were just floating around in the background. They became the yeah. blurry characters in the movie at the background. You know, and so disappointing because they're such good, strong characters. And to be honest with you, Mike is the most annoying character in this book. He annoys the crap out of me. Why? Because he he keeps saying that I am in charge. But as soon as everything goes south, it's like Kaz, you're in charge. It's like make That's up your mind. Point. Are you in it's charge or am I in charge? It's like it's like, if I'm cast, the first thing is like the first thing in my mind is like, are you in charge or am I in charge? If something goes wrong, I'm in charge. If everything goes well, you're in charge. What's going on here? Pick a lane, right? <laughs> and and it's it comes to it was very frustrating. And Isabel became the referee for both of them. If if one person has an idea, the other person contradicts that idea. Isabel is like, well, what did Annie say? Right. Yeah, what did Annie say? Yeah, yeah that's Isabel's <laughs> answer. What did Annie? What did, what did Annie, Annie say? say? That's Isabel's right? always answer for. But if you look at say. yeah, but if you look at Macarius and uh, Giselle, like, well, why are we still sitting here? Let's do something, right? And it, it, it's just it's it just to the point that if something goes wrong, it's Cass's fault. If everything goes right, Sirtis did the right thing. Right, and it, it's it's just very frustrating that uh, the not fr- it was very frustrating, but at the same time, I understand why Kaz is asking asking for a backup plan. You know, and kudos to him for getting a backup plan, getting a million dollars ready to go, and spending a certain money of four billion dollars to like giving around giving away like it's nothing. Right, and good for him. No issues there. <laughs> good for him spending somebody else's money. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's more that fun for That was really hard of him money. to do. That was that was really difficult for him to do. Yeah. I, I do think that having the backup plan is, is, is a good idea. I like the idea of us changing the venue to France. They did go I to wonder, Canada has, as well, too. They did I, go to I, Canada I, as well. 
Yeah, I know. I wonder. I wonder if Craig has been to France, whether he knows, because he writes a lot about locations and states and so forth. And so I'm like, have you been to France? Do you know what it's like? Because he describes things so vividly, and I'm like, yeah. Do you know what's gonna? It's, it's gonna, called. Gonna, re- gonna, it's, gonna, it's called a research trip. Yeah, <laughs> <You gotta laughs> go yeah, research trip. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's it's uh, this this book itself was very entertaining. I'm very happy with it. There's some items there that you question reality. Granted, it is a very science fiction style book, but at the same time, you, you if you're questioning reality in sci-fi, you know there's something wrong, right? <laughs> and uh, I, I, I don't question the world, but I question the, the characters, the direction of the character. Not the writing, but the direction of the characters going forward. Right. If 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 Mike is the is the leader, let him be a leader. If something goes wrong, admit it. Right. Don't give it back to Kaz. It's like you're the wizard. Figure it out. <laughs> you know. If that's the case, that's a bad leader right there. So, what do you think? Okay. Question for you though. What do you think with that aspect? Like I mentioned, mentioned already, that is Mike a good leader? I think I think that Mike is. Not as a leader, uh, because he wasn't that in the army. He wasn't. He was a soldier. He's a he's a foot soldier. He's not a leader. He's the guy. He's the sergeant. I think he was a sergeant. Actually, I think he mentions it. He was a sergeant. He takes. You know, sergeants are the guys in a military that get the job done. They're not the planners. They're not the guys that do that. I think Isabel is takes on that role a lot more of I'm in command. I'm, I'm sort of making the judgment calls and doing that where Mike's sort of sitting back and going, okay, just give me a gun and tell me where to point and shoot at, you know. Uh, so his story is going to be the basis of the next book where we're going to understand how he got brought into this. But remember, neither of them ever expected to be doing this for this long. They have well, Mike. We know now Mike doesn't have a family, and that's mm-hmm. that's sad, right? So we know that this is his purpose. This is why he's there. This is why he's always looking to protect Kaz, except for that time where Kaz went for ice cream. <laughs> just just pointing out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a failure on both sides, right there. But uh, I agree with you. Isabel takes more in charge. In the situation, she's the one, as you say, the planner. Mike is a muscle. Kaz is the, the specialist, right? And if if even even Isabella already said to everyone that that Mike's in charge. Even Kaz said Mike's in charge. But if Mike's in charge, why is he not in charge? You know what I mean? It's like it's like saying that uh, it's like you're the department head. But you have zero responsibility regarding HR, so you can't fire people. I, I just yeah. I think that I, I think that Mike's concern is from a tactical perspective a lot of the time, and Kaz's concern is of I'm trying to save the freaking world here. So, in other words, Mike's a project manager, and Kaz is a is a guy that's special. He's a it's just me, subject matter expert, but he's not. But the project he's manager the does not. Guy. He's the big idea. Yeah, guy. does not to, follow to do or it. or 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 take any 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 suggestion from just me. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what it is. It's literally that's what it is. He's a subject matter expert and not being listened to. And Mike is a project manager that does not like to listen to other people. So here's my question, and this is something that that we we haven't spoken about. I don't think yet in all of our episodes so far about the book, is that 
if Annie has had this bad experience with Anakin, and she, as we understood from the book, she took over after the events of Anakin. So she picked up, Mike, I think Mike said that she picked up the pieces or Isabel said that she picked up the pieces. And so she's coming from a place of caution. But if it was so devastating the Sirtis when Anakin, whatever he did or however they dealt with it, what are they going to do? Why have they been so obsessed with finding Kaz? So these answers to these questions of, because her thing is leave everybody behind and flee Kaz and save yourself. But you're worried that giving him the information that Anakin read is going to create him the dark side. So there's like this, this dichotomy of like back and forth where we're arguing about semantics really than her, the, her argument is basically on both sides. You can't really have it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good argument, right? It's uh, I think, I think what's going forward is, uh, is, if Annie is afraid that Cass is going to be the next Anakin, right? And the question that they have to ask themselves is, if he is the next one, how we can we prevent it? Like you can't prevent something that's already exist. For him to say that uh, we're, we're okay. In other words, is this? Let me let me let me start over again. If Annie's afraid that cast is going to be the next Anakin. That means, in my opinion, that Anakin is still around. Remember, we had this discussion like a few episodes ago that there's a good chance that Anakin's still around because the he, the, you need a wizard to open a portal. Yeah, right? yeah, no, no. We sort of answered that in, in this book in the sense that the Order was just fuddling around making some incantations and, and trying to use energy from these objects to push it out. Whether Anakin is still alive or not is an interesting question. I think it would be interesting that he is, but what I think would be more interesting is if he's alive, but he doesn't work for the Order. Because the way that the plots in the third book go, it doesn't imply that there's a wizard with them. And they even mention it in the book that it doesn't seem like that's plausible. It's plausible, but it does not mean it's Yeah, I, I think lot I think I think I think either Anakin got so bad they had to kill him and that's <laughs> why it was so bad. It's so bad you're um, firing it from family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean it's also possible he's gone off into the nether or he's he's somewhere else. And I think that's another interesting plot point that we can go for. I mean, what what are you hoping for for the next book then? Let's, let's just sort of go there now. What I'm hoping for the next book is to continue that conversation between Mike and Kaz, right? And I want to see that as soon as I get to France, I want to see Giselle going out and say, this is my land now, bitches. I need you guys to listen to me, right? And I need you to like... Is, that, is that exactly what she's supposed to say? Yes, I want her to say that exactly. You can quote me on that. But I didn't uh, like what I want to see. I want to see Annie in in front of Kaz and explain what's actually happening, right? I want Mike to take more leadership role. But if they keep saying he's a leader, he's supposed to be the, the the leader of the team. Be a leader. Don't be a be a leader until something goes wrong. Then Kaz is the leader, right? Kaz is in charge. It's like. Uh, in the same time, I want to see Macarius to go f- to go more because right now, like I mentioned before, there's just three avenues they can go to every single chapter: Mike and Isabel, Macarius and Giselle, 
and the creatures. He, he, he's this like one or the, one or the other. That's all. That's what's happening right now. It's one or the others, right? You can't have all of them at the same time, right? And and I know Craig Allison can write multiple characters in the same scene. No problems there because we've seen it already. But in this case, I want to see them all in the same room or the same storyline having a proper conversation. It's a lot harder, but at least you have a feeling of everyone's actually working together. That's what I want to see. And the next one is the the biggest thing I want to see is I want to see the order. I want to see the order in front of Kaz fighting properly or having a discussion with them. Right. And and I know it's asking a lot for that one. But at least it's it pushes the the storyline forward instead of like like going to Paris next year. They're sitting in Paris, read a book next year. Oh, we gotta go back to North America. What's the point in going to France then? You know, I, I don't I don't think they're gonna do that. I mean, I hope not. I, I like the idea of of Annie. I mean, I want an explanation, and I actually want the character of Annie to be flushed out so that. Because uh, if I'm harping midway through book four of this about Annie again and not who, who she is, it's going to be a real problem. But if, you know, have Annie flushed out, have Sirtis flushed out a bit, have uh, the Order have their own sort of backdrop. Because we've had a couple books now where in book two we did sort of, book one we're learning about stuff, book two we're, you know, Groundhog Day with the dragon. Third book we're, we're really sort of getting to Kaz knowing magic and being very good at magic and we're developing the characters what i want for the next book is macarius and giselle to be back in the fold to be given a more centralized role um because he spent a lot of time in book one building their characters and i want more of that number two i want the order to have sort of maybe their own shoot off chapters where you know it's from their perspective because we did get that in book three just like you know before the demon vacuumed the ate them, we had that for like a half a chapter or something. That was kind of fun, and I, I think that'll give us a lot more information about the order. And then I'm assuming book four will transition. Hopefully, we don't have to deal with another portal opening, because I I would rather it be about the battle between Sirtis and the order about positioning. I don't want to see because every book has been. Kaz opens a portal or he closes a portal or he, you know, I, I, I don't want that constantly going on. I like the gods thing. I like the nether. I still believe that Boots is going to be a central character further on down the road, maybe not next book, but he's going to be there at some point, right? Um, and I want to see very much Kaz learn some additional information that we don't already know. That's a very good list there. We'll see what happens. But to be honest with you, this is a Craig Allen book. We don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be one of those twisted that uh, both of us will be scratching our head and uh, and texting back and forth with a WTF. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Hopefully he'll break it down Barney style for us. Thank you for opening the book with us today. Subscribe so you won't miss our next episode. We would love to hear from you. Send us an email at yourbookmarksinfo@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Join us again right here where you left off.